Arthur Balfour resigned on December the 4th, 1905. He was the last Prime Minister to surrender office to his opponents without a previous defeat at the polls. But there was nothing quixotic about his action. No election was necessary to confirm the belief, held alike by himself, his supporters, and the Liberal Party, that his government had lost the confidence of the electorate, and the growing insubordination of a large section of his own party provided an added incentive to lay down the cares of office. So persistent, however, was Balfour's reputation for political subtlety that his resignation before an election was widely regarded as a move of surpassing dexterity. The liberal press, in the words of Campbell Bannerman's biographer, was almost unanimous that Mr. Balfour's resignation was the last of the tricks in the long game of skill and earnestly exhorted the leader to beware. And there can be no doubt that Balfour, apart from his other pressing reasons for resignation, was influenced by the hope that office before the election might prove an embarrassment to the Liberal Party. With a conceit not unusual in those whose party had been long in office, he believed that the country might recoil from the reality of a Liberal government headed by Campbell Bannerman, who was reputed to be unpopular and made up of the inexperienced men who surrounded him. At the same time, Balfour hoped that the rifts in the Liberal Party, particularly that between the Liberal Imperialists and the Radical Wing, might prove to be as deep as, or deeper than, those which reft his own party. Might not Asquith and Gray and Haldane make great difficulties about serving under the Campbell Bannerman who had talked of methods of barbarism? The first point proved to be quite invalid, or at any rate to be submerged beyond recognition in the great wave of revulsion against the Unionist Party which swept the country. The second was more substantial, but not quite sufficiently so for any of Balfour's hopes to be fulfilled. There were unusual difficulties in cabinet-making which arose, nominally at least, from questions of persons rather than of policy. Campbell Bannerman arrived from Scotland on the morning of Balfour's resignation and immediately saw Asquith and Grey. He found them very amiable and reasonable on the subject of Ireland, and there was no difference worth thinking of between him and them.'